when I drink so much, I start to fucking sweat. Got a couple drinks in you for this? I got a couple in me. My neck's a little red. Usually when my neck starts to get red, it means I've been drinking a little bit. Oh, yeah. You can see that. If anyone's yeah. on our YouTube channel, you can see uh, Luke's a redneck. So. Yeah. Redneck. Blue-collar redneck, baby. Welcome um, to the Dirt Bikes Podcast, everybody. Let's go. I am your co-host, Luke Payne, with my host, Luke Agabrotten. Cheers, everybody. This is podcast number two for the night, so Luke and I are well-oiled and ready to rock. Dude, sometimes these second podcasts of the nights uh, are the best because you get a little greased up, you know, you get a little hydrated, and uh, you're already, like, flowing. Like, you and I hadn't talked on a podcast, I think it was for, like, three weeks. It was a long long time. time. Um, So, yeah, I mean, we've been at this now for, like, four hours, like, in between shows. We've just been (laughs) catching up for, like, an hour. So um, I think our wives are probably wondering what we're doing, giggling up here. Riley's probably sleeping right now, so probably you're you're in a different time zone than I am. Riley likes to go to bed at like nine. Yeah, it's still, it's still dinner now. time, so I haven't even had dinner. Um, oh, so that's that's another part of the issue that we don't have to get into. But you're having uh, a you're having a drink dinner. Yeah, drink exactly. Dinner. So maybe I'll make a PB and J later. But there you go. Um, dude, yeah. So this is uh this is gonna be our rant episode. Uh, we just had finished up with our Q and A episode. Um. I love the fact that we split these episodes up. Uh, it's so much more fun, like diving in like fully into whether it's the Q and a episode, the episode with the guest or the rant. Uh, Cause we just get to kind of go off and know exactly like what we're going to hit on. Yeah. And just the topic itself, you know, that's your focus topic and that's what you kind of talk about throughout. And, you know, the fun part about these topics, I know I'm not the only one that you know, they occur to, or people have the same issue with. So it's, it's fun to hear when somebody else has the same issue as you and you can kind of vent and you can kind of relate. So I do really like these. Cause again, like I said, I know I'm not the only one that has issues in the field that I can just kind of let loose and talk about. Yeah. And I think that just goes to show too, like, you know, we've got such a great supporter of like dirtbags that listen where they're sending us questions. They're sending us like potential rant topics, but they're never like expecting it at like anything from it it's just like i feel like everyone's just working together to like help us out and it means a ton to me like i can see it every day like people are like uh listening supporting they're following the show um you know even like reviewing it all that stuff helps but uh yeah i mean we've been going now it'll be uh two years coming up in february so it's pretty crazy to see like time flies and uh you know, but we wanted to treat this like a business, not like a, a hobby. So I think having that mindset has really helped us too. It's fun to see the pivot kind of from where we started to where we are now to like our different segments, taking on sponsors and, you know, the events that we've gone to together and it's just cool. Yeah. The, uh, I, I think that's like one of my fears is like going back and listening to podcasts. I can't, I can't go back and listen. I, I can't. I, I feel Thankfully bad. They've gotten better from when we first started. Yeah. I, I feel bad because people will be like, dude, I just found the dirt bags. Like I, I just binged like, all the to episode ones. 15. <laughs> and I'm like, man, honestly, I, I don't even know what I said. Um, you know, in episode four or whatever. And so it's just like take it with a grain of salt. We've probably grown a lot since then. Uh, but even this episode, we're probably gonna say something that um we've moving probably, forward. Yeah, we don't want to hear probably- we probably have contradicted ourselves a couple of times in like past conversations too. Somebody maybe down in down the line, somebody's going to bring that up like a clip of 
you yeah. from episode seven and a clip of you from episode 42. I'm and saying two different things. Two different things, just like a hypocrite. And, uh, you know, I think I always tell people, though, um, when you listen to the show, um, the opinion, you get what, what is it? Like, you get what you pay for. Um, you get what you pay for, you- but you also you also get the raw emotion of us, too. You get, you yeah. know, you and I are having rants or questions. You know, the questions are coming from other people, and we're answering them the best that we can in our certain, cir- you know, our, our present circumstances. Yeah, so. and present frame of mind. Um, yeah. So. So a lot of things change with, you know, with even within a year, a lot change. Yeah. And that's the fun part too, about, of, of doing this is, you know, a lot of the dirtbags that have been following us for some time, like they're growing with us as well. And like learning a lot through this process and just, just seeing like the transformation of so many people around us has been so awesome, but you know, we see it in ourselves every day too, like good and bad. And so just consistently fighting that battle of like, you know, really at the end of the day, trying to be a good person, trying to be a, a leader, a businessman, like a good husband, you know, that kind of stuff is just, uh, you know, what we're, what we're truly focused on, but the podcast is a bonus podcast. is a bonus. It's, it's a good time to catch up and just have a couple drinks and have some good conversations. Yeah, absolutely. So I believe, um, we've got our dirtbags university coming up. And yep. so, um, Monday, October 16th. If you haven't signed up yet, um, it's our webinar series. It's a private webinar. We don't record it, um, but we have seats open. You can go to our website, click on Dirtbags University and sign up. Um, We'll be talking about um, basically how to uh, capitalize on your online presence and building an online presence as a construction company. Um, The vibe is a lot of fun. Like We usually have 40, 50, 60 construction professionals show up on a zoom webinar everyone's got their drinks notepads like everyone's ready to learn on a monday night and have a good time network with each other uh but it's something i've really enjoyed doing it's a nice uh like educational break from the podcast where we like luke you and i kind of get to sit back usually and listen to we we, get to learn as well yeah we'll, we'll bring in a speaker and they just get to teach us and then bring in dirt bags from, you know, the crowd and like walk through their scenarios. So it, it's a really fun time. Um, and I know that especially heading into 2024, that's something we're really going to look at of like, how do we make this even better and continue yep. improving on it? hundred percent, hundred percent. So that being said, any feedback, we always, we always appreciate, um, any questions, anything that you guys want to bring up that maybe we haven't touched on, please send it to us. So yeah, there's a good chance that, you know, we can make it happen because if it hasn't been, if we haven't done it before, like we want to make sure that we touch on that topic. And so, um, you know, some of them are more exciting than the others, but like getting deep down in the nitty gritty of it and adding value is what we're really looking to do. Yep. Yep. Well said, but Luke, I think we get into our rant topic for tonight and our rant topic being removing emotion. Luke, when I say removing emotion, do you know like what I mean? Because there's a lot of people that are like, what do you mean removing emotion? What do you not fucking smile? I will give my take on this uh, because I know know what you mean uh, because you were the one that presented this rant topic and I love it because usually usually you have the rant topics. Mm. They're pretty heated when I'm typing them to you. So I probably have a couple typos too. Yeah. And uh, you'll send it over to me. I'm like, 
done. Let's uh, let's record on that. But I was thinking about this a lot because I knew we were going to record this and I think about myself and one thing that I've noticed in myself where I've removed my emotion, where I've had to remove my emotion in business is probably a little different than what you're going to talk about. So that's why I wanted to bring it up. My version of it um, and an example of it is phaser marketing. So I own phaser a hundred percent. I don't see it as like phaser is my bank account. Right. And so uh, the emotional um, emotion, the, the emotion I get with money, good and bad is completely almost gone for me um, because phaser is like, has hired me as an employee or as the founder, or I guess CEO would be better. And I just get a salary. So no matter what, if we if we bring on five new construction companies that we're going to do their marketing for in a month, that doesn't change my paycheck. If we lose three clients in a month, that doesn't change my paycheck. So I've become just emotionally like stale when it comes to money, but in a good way. And so I think it can go both ways where you can just be like, I don't really care if we grow. I don't really care if we lose clients, but I see the business as a vessel, as an engine, as a vehicle to grow and be so much bigger than what my paycheck is that it's completely removed the emotion for me. And so that really hit me where I'm like, man, I don't even, it doesn't really affect me anymore in a bad way. Like when we lose a client or when we gain a client. It's just like, it's just feeding kind of like it's putting gas in the tank. It's like, there has to be gas in the tank. We have to make sure that this thing is going to live past me. And one other thing that I thought of is getting to a point where people find our business phaser or people know our business without even knowing who I am. And that's where we want to get to. And that's like building that vehicle to outlive past me to then eventually build a legacy that doesn't need me necessarily there. So that that is kind of where I wanted to start as my rant as far as like myself removing emotion. Um, I know I want to touch on what you like, why you brought it up because you're also in a great spot and a good mindset, little heated. Uh, what are your thoughts on it of removing emotion? So how Cole has really been the one to instill it in us too because we we get kicked in the dick daily right by different situations that we can't control whether it's gcs that are mad they're you know accidents or breakdowns or delays or whatever the case may be right you have to you have to remove your emotion of the situation with how you go about you know and acting upon them you know an example of you know this this is one that we do a lot is nothing is malicious and we tell our guys this all the time okay Nothing is malicious towards you guys. If we are if we are talking to you sternly, it is not a personal attack, right? We are yep. we are not attacking you. And then in turn, Cole and I have to look at that too. Whether you're getting, you know, say you're getting a nasty email from a GC that's you know upset about progress or something, you know, it's not it's not a personal attack against you. It's it, they're not criticizing your character, right? They're frustrated with the project that it's not going their way. And you have to understand where they're coming from. Keaton Turner said it best. You got to love them where they're at, right? You don't always know where people are at, but you can understand the challenges. And I think the best part of removing your emotion in that sense is 
you know, take your time to respond to some of those, you know, remove your emotion, look at the situation at hand and just take it for face value. You know, say, you know, say a GC is emailing you and they're yelling at you to get on site or whatever the case may be. You know, a lot of the times a simple conversation with that person will help mitigate a lot of that frustration on their end too. And again, you have to look at it in the sense of this is not personal. They are not attacking me as a person. They are upset with a business decision. Okay, let's talk through that decision with them so we can all get on the same page. There's, I never understood how much like psychology you have to like understand in the business world and, you know, even the human resource side, but your emotion is how, you know, how you, how you handle a situation is all emotional based, right? If you are going to fire back at them with a bad email, you know, attacking their person, yeah, then that's personal. Then you're going to have problems and that doesn't do anybody good. You know, there's situations I know where people, you know, say you've got, say somebody wrecks one of your vehicles, right? It, it happens. It's a car accident, right? It not like they tried to do it and you have to look at it as it is just an accident, right? Was anybody hurt? No. Okay. Perfect. You know, remove your emotion of the frustration. Yeah. Is it, is it frustrating? Absolutely. Cause it's, it's an unexpected expense and it comes up and it, it sucks to deal with. And I'm sure your insurance premium goes up or whatever the case may be but it's part of the business. Again, taking it at face value, it is what it is mentality, is the best mentality that I think that anybody can have as a business owner. Roll with the punches. It is what it is. We're going to figure it out. And that's so, how, go ahead. Yeah, so when, so you you said Cole kind of instilled that oh, yeah. to you guys. Like, I mean, when do you think, Cole learned that because I mean, what, did he grow up with it? I mean, because he's Dude, I think Cole's fucking 50 years old, trapped in yeah. a 24 year old body. That guy has so much fucking wisdom. But there's if I didn't have Cole as a partner, I know that I would have treated situations very differently and outcomes yeah. would have been very differently. But I know in, in same for him as well, because we'll call each other, sure. right? And we can usually tell when somebody's pissed off, right? Because you'll call him and I have our text. You should see him. It's on the other line, call you back on the other line, call you back on the other line, call you back. Like that's all we text each other, but our conversations are really good. Cause I remember one of, I remember one conversation we had. I don't remember the situation, but Cole called me and I didn't answer. And he called me again. And I was like, okay, well, this is probably important. So I was on the line. I said, Hey, I got another call. I got to take this hung up answer. Cole. I said, Hey, what's up? Luke, I'm fucking hot is how he started it. I'm like, <laughs> Oh man. All right what do we got? So we talked about the situation. We talked about what was going on. We talked about the issues at hand and just kind of worked through it. And yeah. it was a 20 minute conversation. And then after that, he's like, okay, now I am good. Now I can reply to this email or make this phone call without, you know, taking it personally or, you know, almost dishing it out back to them. Yeah. And so I feel it, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a rare spot to be in. You know, there's not a lot of times where you have somebody that you can kind of fall on to right. help you kind of see the light, you know, so Cole and I are very fortunate that in that situation as well, but that's where just simply removing your emotion of it and just looking at things at face value is going to help in long-term decisions, going to help in long-term, you know, relationships. Um, yeah. It just, it's don't, you just can't enact out of emotion. You got to enact out of principle. 
Yeah. And I guess that would be my question, you know, because people listening that are just mo- most people own the business themselves and they're probably thinking like, man, that'd be awesome to have a Luke Payne or a Cole to call yeah. when I'm about to fire back this email. Like, what do they do or what would you suggest they do to remove emotion when they are just absolutely fuming? Because, yeah, it, it sounds easy, but like, what can they do to to try and do that? Take some time. Right. Don't don't make that your main focus, right? Again, take it for what it is. You got to look at it as this is this is not personal. This is business. Yeah. Okay? How can I respond the most professional way possible? You know, what are they asking? What are they demanding? What do they need clarification on that I can give them in a positive way to hopefully de-escalate the situation? Now, I get it. Construction is very frustrating and tough. And, you know, emotion is high in this industry. It's very high. So it is very tough to do that, but it's just having that mental capacity and being able to take that step back is a huge part. And yeah. you know, it's, it's not, it's not easy to implement right away, but if you, you, you know, take the small wins, you know, say yeah. there's an employee that doesn't show up and he doesn't call you back or text you back or something. And he was supposed to be somewhere, right? You have to take it at face value. Okay. What do I have to do as the business to make this work? Right. I, I'm over that they're not here. I'm going to do whatever I can to try to, you know, make that promise or keep that promise or whatever the case may be. Again, taking things at face value. Yeah. And then I think that's really, really good advice. My next question to that would be, what if somebody kind of attacks you personally? Because that happens as well. You know, it's not yeah. always business. Um, but how do you distinguish between the line of like, did this guy just come at my my family like did it just go past western excavation and into like my family life um because that that does happen so it does and i think at that point that's when you you have to this actually happened to us they hadn't come after our family but they were they were very frustrated they were very personal about something so what we did was include you know the higher-ups of the company and said this needs to be talked about this needs to get figured out right? Set up a team's meeting and let's have the face-to-face Yeah, because it's, it's a lot easier to type it out and be mad when you're typing it out. But if you're, you know, again, maybe that wasn't the right way to do it, but it worked for us and we talked through everything. Okay. But we read the email and we're like, okay, what did you mean by this? Like, where is this coming from to try yeah. to, you know, help close that disconnect? And it does because it makes that person look like a jackass, you know? So you get your small victory there because you're making them look dumb. But yeah. then also you're squashing hopefully any beef that you might have. And then hopefully he can take a step back and be like, wow, yeah, that wasn't something that I should have said, you know? Yeah. And you mentioned something there that I really like is closing the disconnect. Mm-hmm. Almost always it's it's a miscommunication. It was read wrong. It Yes, it came out in emotion, but it also like looks worse on paper. Um, so like, being able to talk to somebody and like walk through specifically the example uh, or just like trying to come to a solution of like, okay, well, what are we, what are we mad about here? Like, let's see, figure What's out a, a solution. Like how can we move forward instead of just boiling in the present here? Like let's, let's control what we can control and move forward and uh, get something resolved here. Yep. You look a lot more professional too, when you kind of take the matter into your own hand and you almost take that higher person route. Right. Another example is, you know, one of the projects Cole and I did last year, again, one of our first commercial projects, right? We didn't know anything. 
So when we got the schedule and this GCs coming at us, like, why the fuck aren't you guys here? Like, what the hell? Cole and I took that so personally. We're yeah. like, these guys are fucking douchebags. Like, they don't know, you know. <laughs> and, and like looking back now, we're like, oh, that was wrong. And we're yeah. actually doing some more projects for that same GC. We're lucky to have that opportunity to work with them again. And something like that happened today almost, where the owner, right? There was there was a miscommunication on site to where one of our guys is like, yep, yeah, we're pulling, we pulled our 336 off because we're we're sending that up to Newtown, right? And he was talking to their site super, was like, yeah, we're pulling that off and going to another project in Newtown, is what he said. Well, that, what he heard relayed back to the owner and he was like, they're pulling off site, they're not coming back. So I get this text and it's like, where the fuck are you going? Like, you're not supposed to be pulling off, that's a breach of contract. And I'm like, okay this happened before remove the emotion you know taping them back hey let's hop on a call let's talk about this um we are not moving off site this is what we are doing this is our process miscommunication somewhere hopped on a team's meeting he came in hot right away and then after he's like oh yeah well i'm glad we got that figured out and you know cole and i didn't come in it hot and heavy like we would have back in the day we're just like no you know here's the facts i think there was just kind of a miscommunication and you know thanked them for, you know, thanks for jumping on and getting the, you know, getting the correct information and we'll move forward from it. And yeah. I think that's a huge step too. Yeah. Cause when you think about it, like if you come onto the meeting hot and heavy, like you said, you have not removed the emotion. So it is like almost as simple as that. It's like, let's look at the facts, remove the emotion and walk through it all here. Uh, and I, I do think deep down, like nobody really wants to just always be fighting like at that you know like arguing and stressed and yelling uh yes it happens a lot more in other industries um than than some others but at the same time it's like yeah we're all trying to get somewhere and so if you can understand that person a bit more but you can understand them a bit more when there's not as much emotion and i think what you're saying too is that usually other people's emotion will match your emotion so if you come in hot like all of a sudden they're going to go up as well. And if they're already hot and you come in hot, it's just going to keep escalating. So it's, it's hard to be mad and yelling at somebody that's like calm and walking through some things and like really just trying to be transparent and trying to figure it out. Like they, you almost have to like, okay, take a breath here. Let's figure this out. And there is probably points to where they just physically can't see it. They got their blockers on and they're there to yell at you in that situation. I would just end the call. And send an email and say, we can have the conversation when you're cooled off. At that point, I would. I, I wouldn't care because that that's that's not getting anywhere. It's wasting everybody's time. You know, again, looking at it at face value, what is this going to solve? Nothing. End the call. Removing that emotion. Yeah. That I haven't done that yet. But I think if I were ever in that situation where somebody's just fucking yelling at me and I'm trying to be calm and cool and like trying yeah. to explain things and they don't do anything, I would just end the call. I would, I would, I would fucking assert dominance and say, call me back when you're fucking cooled down. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what else would you do? You think about it, right? Yeah. It's, that's a good point. I feel like I'm just trying to unpack this as we're going through the remove emotion piece, but um, I don't think it's a bad idea. I agree with you, but I, I think, I think it would piss them off a lot more big time, but, Yeah, but you would have to give them that time to like cool down. For sure. Right? You give them an hour and you call them back and they're probably cooled down and say, 
I'm sorry, right? I shouldn't yeah. have hung up on you like that, but where were we getting? Yeah, and and I think, yeah, that's a good point. It's like, if I can get in a word or a sentence, it's like, let's move this to an hour later. Like, let's, yes. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and just go through this. I'll call you back in an hour. Um, I think that would be good. If you can't even get the words in, then yeah, obviously hanging up would be the next step. So um, I can imagine there'd be some broken electronics, but... Yeah, there would probably be. Yeah, there would be, but that's that would be their problem. Um, yeah, that's true. Another piece that kind of goes into that is gray areas in construction. There is no such thing as gray areas in construction. There's black and white, right? It is. It's in the contract, or it's in the work scope, or it's you know whatever the case. If something's broken and it's clearly who broke it, right there, don't make something more complicated than it is. Yeah. Take it for face value, black or white. Who gave, I can't remember who gave me that advice, but it was it was a really good conversation. But basically, they're like, if you think there's any gray areas in construction, you are that gray area. Dude, that's that's amazing. Because right when you started saying the gray area, I was like, oh gosh, here we go. Like we're getting into it. But then you said there is none, and I, I love that. I love that because you're so right. Or whoever had told you that, shout out yeah. to you. Yeah, um, I can. I'll take credit. Yeah. Shout out to Luke Payne there. Um, but you're so right because it's most of the time it's just transparency and it's like, okay, well, we don't have, and it's like, well, we don't have a contract. Well, there you need to have a contract or there has to be in writing in an email or something out there of like the times you're going to be there, what you're doing, the plans, the cost of everything. Um, and unfortunately, most of the time we all learn it from, you know, mistakes making making that mistake but when you make that mistake bad enough you will learn to implement something into where you don't make that again and um you know you're kind of just firing from the hip usually when you start and then you make some big bad mistakes and you're like okay how can we eliminate this this could have been line seven right in the contract like what we're doing here so people are very understanding too and i feel like if there is a mistake made if you're upfront about it if you just say it how it is, right? This is what happened. Yeah. It is what it is, right? Let's just figure out a solution. Probably won't be the end of the world. But if you were to try to cover it up or nope, that wasn't us, or, you know, try to hide things, that gray area, then you'll have issues. Then that's when people start to talk and probably won't want to start doing any business with you. Yeah, dude, that's, it's, it seems simple. Like you said, black and white, it is simple. Um, It's simple, but but hard but hard because as, and you can do doing your the right part. Yeah. You can do your part by doing like following what you say you're going to do being transparent. If you don't do what you say you're going to do, going to do own it, you can be honest about it. Um, it, you know, it's when other people kind of try to throw a wrench and things that uh, can make it difficult, but, um, control yourself, control how you act and how your business acts. And that will at least make it a whole lot easier to like deal with some of these situations. In the simple sense, like you just said, remove your emotion. Just hang up on them. Well, don't, yeah, I mean, situation based. (laughs) Like you had just said, you know, control yourself, you know, look at it at face value. It'll help, you know, the process of your business. It'll help find an outcome better, you know, or faster, whatever the case, so. Yeah. And I think too, and this is easier for some businesses than others, but um, you don't have to work with everyone usually. Um, like I said, it's 
sometimes a lot harder for, for some other people, depending on the, the project or the business. But a lot of times, like you don't have to work with everyone and you can kind of choose who you work with. So uh, if there's another option or if there's somebody else you can work with, uh, or you, sometimes you need to do a gut check and it's like, do I just need to suck this up? Because uh, this is, there is going to be a lot of shit in the industry, uh, in any industry and a lot of suck in any job or any business. And so a lot of times you have to do a gut check and be like, this is just part of it. Uh, I'm just going to deal with this. And I try and look at it as like a percentage. Like if this is just like 10% of the people I deal with, like that's pretty good. But if it's like 90% of the people I deal with are the same and they're just awful and it's all emotions are always high, like something's wrong here. Yeah. And you can look at that and be like, okay, as the leader, what am I doing wrong? Okay. Weigh your pros and your cons. A lot of the times that process of elimination will tell you where the problem is. Yeah. I shouldn't say a lot of the times, all of the time. Yeah. And it's probably you. You know, yeah, you or, you know, in some cases it is the other person. Yeah. And guess what? You can't change that person. No matter what you do, you just will not be able to change it. There are people like that. Like, even if you remove remove emotion, like we're talking about, there are people that don't care and they yeah. will keep going. And yeah. that's instead of removing emotion, you just remove yourself. Yeah. If, if you can. And usually you should be usually able to. you can. Usually you can. There's there's a lot of good companies and good people to work out there for, and there's a lot of people that aren't good to work for. But I think you need both of them to you know help realize like what is good and what is bad. Yeah. So let's uh you know pivot a little bit. We're talking a lot about um as a business owner in construction, you know, emotion when you're talking to either a GC or clients or whoever it may be. What about like as you are talking with your business partner or your team and then to even go a bit further when you get home at night and you're with your family or your significant other like talk a little bit about that business partner we'll start with that one you have to be on the same page you have to have a lot of understanding with each other right like cole and i we're in different spaces we're in different you know different times as far as projects right cole's a lot busier than we are right now it's me understanding, hey, he needs all the resources that he can get. He needs all the equipment. I don't need that here. So you just do whatever you can to support him, right? In turn, I'm doing a lot more of the office stuff. I'm doing all the payroll. I'm doing all of our WSI, right? Him, if I need something from him, he's got got to have the understanding, hey, I got to get this to Luke right away. Yep. You know, so it's, it's a give and take on the partnership side and just understanding each other, understanding each other's weaknesses, understanding each other's, you know, flaws and just working around them. Um. As far as guys, you know, you got to have the same position with your guys. Like I, whenever we have a conversation, the conversation is never malicious towards you, right? I am simply, I'm simply criticizing based on the performance that I want to try to give with the company, right? And I want you to match that performance. It's not attacking you personally. If you do something, you know, if you mess up, you fuck up, you know, wear it on your hat and keep moving, right? Um, Yeah. I mean, you could go on a topic of, you know, conversation with guys because, I mean, personalities are so different. Understanding how everybody ticks, understanding their different ways of, you know, communication, their preferred ways of communication. Um, that in itself is a huge learning curve in business as you grow, too, because a lot of people assume, you know, they people have the same mentality as like the business owners do. 
not the case at all. There's a lot of people that are, you know, just there for the paycheck. There's a lot of people that are, that come through your business that want to learn what they can and then, you know, branch off to do their own thing. Um, and there's also a lot of people that are like, Hey, I want to grow this motherfucker with you, but I want to know that, you know, you're on my side too. So it's, it's navigating through that side, which is tough and, you know, almost kind of removing the emotion and, you know, seeing things at face value there and, you know, um, keeping tabs and things like that, you know, and then coming home, you know, I, I have, I have a huge problem with disconnecting from work at home because I think Cole and I will, you know, we'll have conversations at nine, 10 30 at night. And, you know, we'll be texting guys, Hey, this needs to be done or, Hey, this just came up. Can we, can we do something about this? So from where we're at, it's hard to disconnect. You, you can't take things out on your family, you know, but I think it's, I think it's good to have the conversations, you know, right. And I have conversations all the time of like, Oh, you know, what happened today? Why are you frustrated? You know, what happened? What can be done better? You know, and just, them, you know, kind of like into the Dirtbagettes podcast where we talked about, you know, them supporting us and, you know, you just have to support each other in that role and just have a simple understanding. Um, you know, not everything goes the way is planned. So, yeah. And yeah, I think, you know, you, a lot of times for a lot of us out there, you don't have to have that complete disconnect at five yep. o'clock. And even like my wife, Olivia, like, a lot of times she works late at night too. So it's not just, you know, one-sided or anything, but um, yeah, I think the communication is huge of just like, yeah, this is going to be a later night is, you know, that's just what has to be done or is that okay? Um, and also another thing I thought of too, you know, kind of going back to like working with clients and maybe more so working with your team. Uh, we've talked a lot about removing emotion as far as anger and frustration, like other, yeah. other emotions that, you may need to add in or remove as you're talking with like your team. Yeah. No, empathy is a big one. You know, you got to have empathy with people. You get, like I said, you got to love them where they're at. And again, Keaton has been, I don't know if anybody has seen it, but Keaton has been doing like these questions. He's doing one question a day. And if you haven't read those, go read them. Yeah. Go read them because they are, they hit home and they're so full of wisdom and just great fucking answers to these questions. So off to go on a tangent there. Um, but yeah, I mean, removing emotion, man, it's tough, but it's simple. And it's just kind of having that emotional and intelligence, I would say, is something that is learned and not known, if that makes sense. Yeah. And you kind of have to, in a weird way, be like the emotional leader. Like you kind of have to set the pace emotional leader. yeah yeah you have to set the pace of like okay yeah this, we need more empathy in this situation and that's that's the part about being the the leader is like not every situation like you said is the same and not every person is the same and so it, it's kind of a lot to to work with and work on but that's the point of you like running the business or running the show in yeah. this scenario is that you know you do have to connect with your team, if you're going to have a good team. So, um, you don't have to, you know, I think, I think the other thing on the flip side is you don't have to like change their lives every single day and they shouldn't expect that. So there's a little bit of that emotional intelligence of like, Hey, you just got to work hard. Like, I'm not going to baby you through this. Um, but also knowing your people well enough to know, like, uh, 
to know how to treat them and how to, how to lead them, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And leading is tough, but it's, it's looking at the objective and figuring out the best way to attack it. That makes sense for everybody. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like that. Thinking of like different things. Um, yeah, that, and then I want to touch on the communication, like you had just said too. I would go on a stent and fucking put money down on, and I would bet on this. You can solve 90% of your problems if you have better communication. And I yeah. would, I, I would take that to the grave. I could think of so many problems that I have because of lack of communication, misunderstanding of communication, and it would solve a fuck ton. Yeah. And a lot of times it's, it's picking up the phone and just doing it right then and there yeah. um, brings up a situation. I just thought of, um, I, I can't remember. It was a while, little while ago. Somebody wrote a, a one-star Google review for, for black iron. Yeah, they did. And, and I sent, I sent you a screenshot. I was like, dude, somebody just wrote this review for you. And you're like, take it down. I'm like, well, I can't just, <laughs> I can't just delete it from Google. Like you, can't do that and so i was like what you can do is you can like call the person and like have them delete it actually and like communicate with them of like what happened and that's exactly what you did like you called them and five minutes later it was gone and like you know it's something about like the weather and like that's why you guys weren't out there and but they didn't understand that and so like you said most of the time it can be solved by communication, but it also has to be effective communication. Like you, you have to come in with that emotional intelligence of knowing like, okay, I'm going to meet this person where they're at. They're already mad. They went out of their way to write us a one-star one review. Star so review. I'm so mad I... that you couldn't delete it, but I'm also glad we had that conversation. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, it, it's just, yeah. Meeting people where you're at, where they're at and, uh, having those conversations and sometimes too, you know, not every situation is going to rectify itself and it's not going to work itself out, but uh, you got to keep moving on and moving forward. Yeah, no, you definitely do that in that situation, particularly that was a huge, well, and it goes back to the residential stint, right? It was a residential customer. You can never assume in construction. And that's what I think a lot of people think with their clients like hey I know this you should know this too but this one was a simple yard grade right we were not there because it was raining and he wanted sod to be in or whatever the fuck and I never I didn't tell him that you can't grade in the rain right I assumed that he knew that and that was kind of what brought up this one star review because we told him we were going to be there we weren't there and I assumed like oh hey it's raining they can't they can't do this project no never assume in construction all again goes back to the communication. Give that communication over complicate your explanations or over, not over, <laughs> over, simplify. Over, yeah, simplify. Yeah, overcomplicate. Don't overcomplicate. Don't overcomplicate them. No, I was um, thinking too many things. No, you, you're 100% right there. And basically, like it over explain and. Yep show what you're doing, tell them what you're doing, when you're going to be there, anything changes, let them know. Uh, it's tough to do that. Like when you're running the show back to our Q and a, uh, one of our last episodes, you know, Jared had a question of when do you hire an office manager or a project manager? Like that's, there are some weird pockets as you're growing where it's like, you can't really hire, but there's a lot going on. And so it's never going to be easy, but 
getting in that good habit of like always having that be your standard will help. Uh, it'll help you grow with your standards. It'll help you grow with your values and how you want to treat certain situations. Like no matter what, if it's raining, we're going to message like every single client that we told we're going to be out there. Yeah. Or if, if, if we say we're going to be out there, we never assume that they know we're not going to be there. You know, certain things like that, just be like overly obvious. Correct. Yeah. Overly obvious. That's a good way to explain it. Not overcomplicate. It's close. Yeah, it's close. A couple drinks and that'll, that'll get you twisting your words a little bit. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, I, that would be the remove emotion. And obviously it's all situation based, but the best thing to do in heated situations, take a step back, look things at face value, remove your emotion. You know, what is the problem? Come up with solutions, you know, present the solutions when you have the conversation, you know, don't, don't bring up personal things about whatever, don't bring up and try to bash the company, just come up with solutions. That's, that's, that's the task at hand. Yeah. I think time is your, your best friend in that scenario where it's like, it can go both ways with time. Like time can be very good if you need to rectify the situation right now. Um, time can also be helpful if you can wait two hours and schedule a meeting time where it's like, let's, let's meet at three o'clock PM. We'll all get on the call. We'll go through everything. Cause then like tempers can uh, simmer a little bit. And so it, it depends on the situation, like you said, but, um, being aware of that too, like sometimes it, it, it is good to wait a little bit. Like if you get that phone call or that text at midnight and you're sleeping and then you look at it, you're like, this is not that important, but he's super upset about it. Yeah. I'm going to wait till the morning, 8 a.m. I'll get right back to him. Probably going to be okay. Yeah. The guy doesn't know that I'm up. Right. He said, yeah, exactly. You don't have to let him know that you're up. Right. And there yeah. is, there is, again, the emotional intelligence, but I'll say timing intelligence too. There we go. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, just know, knowing the situation, uh, timing intelligence. Yeah. There is such thing as timing intelligence, right? There's perfect. There is perfect timing for everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. And yes, you need to set boundaries, but boundaries are meant to be broken in the right situations because um, that also shows too, that you're willing to make the situation right. Correct. And acting out of good faith is what Cole always says. Yeah, Cole's got all the good, the good yeah, things. The kid, the guy, I shouldn't even call him a kid. The guy could fucking write a book. Yeah. He should. Write a book he should. This conversation. Um, I'm glad we had him on. That was a really fun episode we did with with you two and, and partnerships. Um, I know that one took off and did really well. And it was just so interesting for me because I kind of got to like interview you two and uh, really just see like the partnership vibe. And that, that was a, that was a really fun episode. That was a fun one because you don't hear, I mean, I hear a lot more bad about partnerships than I ever yeah. do good. You know, oh, my partner fucked me or screwed me or, you know, they don't do anything. And I feel like you find, if you find the right person with the same values and same beliefs, never have that issue. Yeah. But like we talked about probably in a different episode, um, you know, if you, if you own the business by yourself, like you don't have to go searching for a, yeah, no, don't a, a business partner. I, yeah. I would, I'm with you. I would say don't, um, I think it's, it's again, perfect timing and situational based, right? If yeah. it, if it happens to make sense and it, and it works out, yeah, go for it. Try it. Just make sure that 
that person wants the best for you and you want the best for them too. Yeah. It's usually not necessary, uh, especially if your business is already going. Um, it's usually not necessary, but yeah, I mean, I would focus more on just growing your business and hiring people to do the stuff that you need help with. I agree. I agree. But well, Luke, I think that's a fucking podcast. That was a good one. It's been a fun night. That has been a fun night. What are we doing? One more after this? Yeah, we could rip out one more. (laughs) See if uh text Dylan Mercier, see if he's up. He's He's Eastern time though, so it'd be eleven PM. Yeah, he's he's probably still up. The guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I'm excited to see him uh in Houston. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's so much to catch up with with him on. I mean, like he he's one of those guys that like, you know, he just works so hard and grinds it up, but then he, he'll pull his head up and be like, All right, let's go have a good time. Yeah, dude. He just makes shit happen. He does. I, he's I awesome. remember he called me the other this was oh, this was probably two weeks ago. And he's like, Luke. I got the most money in my bank account I've ever had. Let's go. Like, I've got a really good workflow. He's like, I'm on fucking cloud nine. And he's like, what should I do with it? And I, te- I, it, That's texted, awesome. I think we were snapping or something, but I texted him back and I said, buy a ticket to come see me. <laughs> and he's Let's like, go. yeah, no, not right now. <laughs> I was like, whatever. That's true. Yeah. Dude, but, that, that that's good to hear. You always like to see your friends, you know, working hard, but also like doing it the right way. So hundred percent so cool well, All yeah. right, man. cheers brother thank you yep. cheers thank you. thank you glad uh glad we got those ones in glad we got the internet fixed and we we're back up and running we we're gonna have a lot more coming uh and yeah. some exciting guests coming on as well so we are yep and it's getting into that slow time luke for us so we can really start cranking out some content so sweet sounds good to me well cheers uh, and cheers to all your dirt pigs out there we'll see you on the university